90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hey, you guys. Hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> that was a like nice a perfect intro. choir. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we practice and harmonizing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's as close as we'll get. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, looking good, you guys. Nice to see you again. Yeah. Thank you. You too. We're still untanned, so that's fine. <laughs> again, I, maybe next is... time I'll see you, I'll be tanned. Who knows? I think yeah. we'll be. Adam, where are you? I uh, I mentioned last show that I was going to Florida to drive Miss Marianne around. Uh, but where are you going? I will be going to Mexico, Hell the country, yeah. not the city. Okay. Very nice. Um. It's... Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Hopefully, the weather is gonna be uh hot. And just a little bit windy and just perfect. Yeah. You know what's great about Mexico? Everything. I've never been to Mexico. It's going to be my first time. Oh, my gosh. When Try the food. You're going to next level good. Like the guac and the the salsa. Oh, man. Can't wait. Sharon, where are you going? Uh, We're also going to Mexico across from Cancun. Okay. On a little island called Isla Mujeres. That's not Ooh. where you were last year, was it? It was. It was where you okay. Yeah, we're going. Didn't back you see a license so plate that had Quebec there? Yes. Okay. Yes, we did. Which is so strange. <laughs> yeah. On the I, island. Yes. Wow. Like the you principal took a picture, mode didn't you? of. I think I did. Yeah. yeah. Principal mode of transportation on the island is a golf cart. <laughs> Love it. So, so fun, right? There are cars and other vehicles, but mostly it's golf carts and mopeds. Mm-hmm. And like we saw like a family of four on a moped, like the father and the wife behind and then a kid, two kids standing or one kid standing and a mother holding another kid. I mean, they're just so confident wow. with the way they do nothing you would ever do here. Yeah. No, yeah. never. No. But they do it. And they look fine doing it, you know? Anyways, whatever. I'm happy in a golf cart. I feel like I'm, like, in a big game <laughs> <laughs> on top of being on vacation. So no complaints for me. Looking forward to it very much. Very nice. And looking forward to tackling some uh, some more uh, convo about our favorite decade today, you guys. Mm-hmm. Except I can't find my document. It's like it's Uh-oh. hiding on me. Thanks, Whilst document. Sharon finds her document, I will let you both know that, remember I told you about Safi the uh, Pomsky? Yes, Safi So now, uh, who is still awesome, by the way, more like more videos with buttons and saying the B word. It's just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but now it was brought to my attention that you probably know that um, in the last couple of weeks, um, Miley Cyrus released her revenge song called Flowers. Yeah. So uh, I follow, as you know, I, I follow a bunch of dancers, like professional dancers on Instagram. And I woke up one morning and right in front of me was a, a post from a dancer that had shared a TikTok from a TikTok account at Lulu. So P-U-G-L-O-U-L-O-U. Please go find this. And <laughs> uh, the owner of said pug, uh, Lulu, uh, the pug, um, made the pug reenact lyrics from flowers so wow. like there's a lyric that goes something on the lines of like i can run through the sand by myself or whatever it is so there's video of lulu the pug running through like across the beach That's and then funny. there's like something about, i can buy myself flowers and she's sitting in a bonnet like full of flowers and like it's 
Honest to God, if you need a better day at life. <laughs> there is no limit to TikTok creativity. Let me tell I can't you. even Amazing. imagine the amount of hours it took to do all these scenes of yeah. pu- like Lulu the pug and the different lyrics and then edit them together in this seamless. And then like, yeah, and like Miley's singing and she's like, act- it's like the pug's <laughs> video to Miley Cyrus. It's very, very good. That's funny. Oh yeah, gosh. so Pug Lulu and uh, I think Pug Lulu and um, Safi the Pomsky should meet. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably already friends and probably already mad at each other. <laughs> <laughs> you know, celebrity dogs. Yeah. <laughs> they can be real. I Don't do it, Sharon. Oh, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I just tease and kill. I wouldn't say bewitched. <laughs> No, never. <laughs> oh, never. All right. Let's tackle some 90s fun let's today. Let's do it. Uh, you know what? I just had my document and then it went away. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, lock it in. We've actually got some performance news on a couple of uh, NKOT beers. Mm-hmm. Performance news. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll tell you about the, easily, the luckiest little baby because of his daddy's lullaby voice. <laughs> um, but also there's news about King Charles and his coronation, which is just a... Uh, gosh, a few quick months away from a big celebration. And yet what they're saying is that it may be, uh, maybe pared down. But why? Why, Kelly? Why would they pare it down? Well, this has been the rumor for years, even before, you know, uh, uh, Queen Elizabeth passed away, is that Prince, Char- Prince Charles, now King Charles, um, wanted to make sure that the coronation reflected, like, the times of the country. And mm-hmm. so they don't want to flaunt all their coin in regular people's faces. So they're going to pare down uh, the celebrations and it won't be as extravagant as what the queen went through in 1953. So there's still going to be three days of celebration, but it sounds like it's going to, I think there's going to be a fair amount of it behind the scenes in a way. And then, and then there'll be a few public things, but I think he really wants to pare down because he doesn't want to flaunt the cash, the Royal cash in front of, in front of the people. That so, makes sense. And it'll be interesting to see, of course, too, uh, if uh, I'm sure they will be on the guest list, but that's been the rumor du jour is Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are going to make the, the list. So, Well, at, you know what? I had a, a, not a heated conversation with my cousin, mm-hmm. uh, but a conversation with my cousin. Is this Coco because... Tepenye? Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, just about the royals. And, and I am not anti-royal, but I have questions. Mm-hmm. Right. And I did watch the Meghan and Harry documentary and uh, I'm not reading his book. I'm not opposed to reading his book. Deb is reading it. And what happens in this case is that she reads and then she'll say, and, and then I, I get like <laughs> the vocal Coles notes. So I may read it. I may not. But mm-hmm. anyways, he's got a story to tell whether or not he's saying too much in this book is his, mm-hmm. you know, like everybody can have an opinion. That's fine. Uh, at a point where it is a family and certainly the royal family, my concern and questions rooted in like as if he wouldn't invite his son mm-hmm. to this thing. Mm-hmm. Like families fight and crap happens and things are said and people get upset and stuff like that. But that I can't even imagine why anybody would say, oh, he might not be invited. It's ridiculous mm-hmm. to think that he wouldn't be invited. Mm-hmm. I think it's time we do some trivia and... I'm hoping that the questions are easier than last time. No. Yeah. Oh. Nineties. Now. Trivia. Well, Adam doesn't need it easier because remember he whipped out turkey last week. I did. He whipped out a turkey last <laughs> week. 
And that's not a euphemism. Let's <laughs> and we're not talking bowling terms. Yes. <laughs> uh, so let us start with, uh, we'll start with the harder one, uh, news and politics. Um, <laughs> loving it. Uh, I think you I think you both have a fair shot at this because I just need you to guess a year. So the Dow Jones closed above 11,000 points, I'm imagining, for the first time in which year? I don't know. Sharon. Pick a year, Adam. Okay, go, Sharon. 1997. Oh, no. Adam? I'll go for 92. 99. Damn. Uh... D-A-Y-A-M. Yeah. You know, all I ever think about when I think about the New York Stock Exchange is that all those those guys, you know, have shirts and ties and then a lanyard. You know what I mean? Like they have a, they're just wearing their lanyard. That's all I think yeah. about is New York Stock Exchange. Anyways, they should get they should get chips put in their wrist, yeah. so they don't just boop. Beep. You can just get yeah. in. Boop. Uh, so this is hobby hobbies, toys, and games. Can um, I just say that eleven thousand was a really random number to choose? They should have, you know, the question should have been when did when did it reach ten thousand? Yeah, but isn't that? I guess, but that must be that must have been a benchmark, right? Eleven thousand points at that time. Well, 10,000 sounds like a better benchmark. And it also happened in 1999. Hmm. I didn't write the questions, so, Adam. <laughs> hey, that, that is only my two cents. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Carry hobby, on. <laughs> hobbies, toys, and games. Question number dose. Uh, what was the last Harry Potter book to be released in the 90s? Adam. Go, Adam. Harry Potter and the... Oh, the 90s and the... Prisoner of Azkaban. There you go, Adam. I thought I thought you just said what is the last Harry Potter book to be released, and no, realized it wasn't released in the nineties. I would have guessed that too, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I can I can fiercely say I have not read one Harry Potter book. So me neither. I have read all books, both in French and in English, probably at least three or four times in every language. I've read a lot of Harry Potter books. And And I have nothing against them. I'm not really into that stuff to begin with, so that's why. uh, But if you ask me about any John Grisham novel from the 90s to now, I'm pretty much up to date. Well, I was Harry's age as he was growing up, you know, in the movies? Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So, um... So it made sense for me to like. Oh, of course, that's part. What's the guy's was, name again? The actor. Why am I forgetting his name? Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. There we go. Yep. Yep. Jinx. Oh, I talked about him <laughs> today. He's gonna play. Oh, what is? Never mind. I'm not gonna remember it. But I talked about Daniel Radcliffe today. So it's funny because they times. remind me. That group remind me. They're like the British version of what Twilight people went through. Oh yeah. Which I know Robert mm-hmm. Pattinson is also British, I believe, but. Those were two big franchises that went on for a while and like were just massive and changed the course of, you know, their lives for sure. So, yeah. Oh, I know what I was going to say about Daniel Radcliffe. What's that? I think he's going to play, um, that you know, uh, you know, uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, Oh, yeah. 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 So he's, um, he's releasing a, a movie like, I don't know if it's a biography or something, but Daniel Radcliffe is going to play Weird Al in it. So, is it going to happen, or has it happened? I think have oh, they not? I think they may have finished it. You're probably right. But that totally well cast. Yeah, you're right. It got released in two thousand in twenty twenty two. So yeah. yeah, end of the year. There you go. Super cool, and yeah. well cast. Like mm-hmm. I think it's important for Daniel Radcliffe to to take roles like that and do different things so that he's not 
pegged as, oh, is that Harry Potter doing that? You know? Well, it's yeah. funny that you said pegged because didn't he, not long after Harry rapped, like Harry Potter rapped, he did, like, did, wasn't he in some show or, or like a West End show called Pegasus or something where he was nude? Yeah, nice. I don't know if that was the title, but Can yeah. Can you check uh, it out? Was on? that a Broadway show? Uh, no, I think it was a, like a London, the London equivalent. So that's the West End, right? I think so. Uh, that's a way yeah, to he break was playing, free. Um, okay, so Equus oh, was the okay, title. Right. And was, yeah, he was playing Alan Strang. That was I, in 2007. And I think there was a, a nudie scene. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Sharon's like, I missed out on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. I'm trying to not have the image of Daniel Radcliffe naked in my head. Too late. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, we're going to talk a couple of new kids on the block mm-hmm. uh, and referred to performance in air quotes, not to diminish um, the experience that one of the new kids on the block was having. Uh, but Jonathan Knight has talked about... Um, um, infertility and the struggle he had had uh, as uh, in his uh, relationship. That's a pretty big thing. It's, it's you know, I think people have a hard time talking about that. And men, mm-hmm. not to generalize, but I think men have a hard time talking about something like that with other people. So it's a, a great big step forward to uh, to open up. 54 years old, which, side note, what? Yeah. And how is that possible? I didn't realize they were my age. I'm not sure how I didn't realize that. Yeah, he's but. the oldest of the bunch. And, and the, he had, uh, the youngest he had stage issues, right? Like he yes, had he, stage had, uh, he had panic attacks for a long time. Yeah. And part of me wonders if all of that, again, I, do, I have no idea because I haven't you know, listened to all of his story, but I'm wondering if that has something to do with he, ha- he hadn't come out yet. So like there's probably some level that it, it played a part in all of that, right? So yeah. Yeah, but he's so sweet. Like, he seems really sweet. Yeah. And honest to God, like, they all say that Donnie Wahlberg is the driving force behind the continuation of NKOTB. You can tell that. Yeah. Donnie loves it. Like, he, like, he works all year round, that guy. Like, he, he's on his show, Blue Bloods, and then as soon as he's done filming, they head out on, on a mixtape tour in the summer. Um. And it's cool because you don't get the feeling like that anything is uh, suffering because of the other thing, you know, like mm-hmm. you get to do it all. Yeah. If Plus you want he's got to, you get to make time for it. Right. He's got the Wahlburgers chain. So he's got that. What's the show? Blue Bloods. Is that what you said? Blue Bloods. Yeah. I actually yeah. tape that show. I, I watch it. That's I the love one that they, get, they gather Selleck. around the table at the end of the show, right? Yeah. Or at the beginning of the show. They say something. that that takes, I forget how many, they do like, is it, I forget. I forget. It's like really long. It takes really long. It's like three or four hours at least, if not longer, to shoot that scene. I bet. Because they have to do all the angles, right? Like around the table. So they have to do that. And they have to keep like spitting out food or something because like otherwise (laughs) you can't can't keep eating for three hours. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the other performance reference to an NKOT beer was, um, uh, I almost called him Billy (laughs) McIntyre. Uh oh, and which would be bad because you know it's not his name. Yeah, <laughs> but but Joey McIntyre, there's there an NKOT beer I can get behind. Joey Mac. Uh, so he uh, celebrating his fiftieth anniversary, his fiftieth birthday rather, at uh, Carnegie Hall. Mm-hmm. Get, getting some of his closest friends together to perform in Carnegie Hall, not uh, not a small venue, and it sold out, right? Pretty incredible. Yeah. 
Was it all screaming girls? Hard to say. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't hear. (laughs) Uh, What did he say? To say I've come a long way feels like a crazy understatement. No kidding. When you think back to being introduced to new kids over 30 years ago, and now he's 50, like he was a a squeaky voiced, skinny little teenager (laughs) when Mm -hmm. we first got our eyes on him. And he was super cute then. He hasn't really aged that much aside from the number that we see Mm -hmm. as his age. But uh, but yeah, (laughs) you have come a long way. Billy McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember when he came out when Oprah Winfrey had new kids on their on her show for the first time, and obviously the fans were going bananas. And I still remember when she announced all of them coming out, and he was the last one, of course, because he was the youngest. And I think he was seventeen at the time. And I still remember he was in this like olive green like suit, uh, like kind of like a funky suit or whatever. And just the, and he had his little you know he had his curly hair because he had you know a lot of curly hair back in the day. And just I think he got the loudest applause out of everybody, like out of the the other four. Like people just went bananas for Joey Mac or Billy Mac, as Sharon calls him. What's his name? <laughs> oh, oh, what's his name? <laughs> Good old what's his name? Uh, well, pretty cool. All the way around. I think it's cool that uh, that new kids are still a driving force. Yeah. And, and they feed feeding their fans needs to get uh, just to have some fun. That's mm-hmm. the kind of show that you know would just be fun to go and see. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, another love story is happening with Brian McKnight. Mm. Honestly, one of the best voices in pop music history as far as i'm concerned mm-hmm. uh side note well we'll talk about the baby first yeah him and his wife leilani and imagine with a new baby boy to have his father singing lullabies to him oh, it's like brian mcknight singing to you he doesn't even Come need on. to watch golf you just listen to daddy and like you fall asleep <laughs> like it's great <laughs> daddy's gonna tell you a story yeah you're gonna fall asleep halfway through yeah Uh, The side note that I was going to throw in there was that his brother, Claude, is it, as a member of um, Take Six? Oh, okay. Take Six Six came out as part of the Grammy uh, salute to Paul Simon a few weeks back. Oh, amazing. Okay. Yeah, it was really good. Like, worth going back on the internet and finding it. I'm going to do that. Like, Take Six is amazing. Amazing acapella group. So uh, I don't remember what the song in this moment was. Uh, but go find it because it was, it, they could be singing anything basically and it would be amazing. So mm-hmm. worth the trip down the internet lane. Now, if we were to uh, um, wrap things up in sort of a nice 90s rewind kind of way, would you be down with that? D- doing yeah. it, doing it. I thought that it would be nice, you know, because we're going to be going on a, a bit of a break, right? Mm-hmm. After this show? Yep. Adam's going to go work on his tan. <laughs> I will. <laughs> uh, so I thought it would be a good idea to go to the beginning of our favorite decade before we go on vacation. Mm-hmm. And that is to say that we're going to 1990. From Ooh. around this time in 1990, if I drop the words Milli Vanilli on you, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I have no problem with it, but some people who uh, who feel they shouldn't have won those awards. Oh, they shouldn't have won the awards. Yeah. There's no question about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, <laughs> they should well, not have. They should not have won those awards. But the music, I mean, it's 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 so well crafted because it was <laughs> literally. Um, <laughs> but for a song like "Blame It on the Rain," is such a 
a timestamp kind yeah. of a song, like zip right back to 1990 yeah. and 89 for that matter, because mm-hmm. we are at the beginning of the year. And, we, and I do have to say, obviously, they didn't sing, but they did a, a good, um, uh, you know, representation, a physical representation on stage of like good miming, you know, and yeah. good like showmanship. <laughs> And all they had to do was keep on moving at a pace that didn't have you able to see their lips because they were German, right? Yep. So it wasn't like when you finally heard them interviewed, you're like, how is this possible? (laughs) Like you can think of people from other countries that have accents that you can't hear the accent when they sing. That's Mm -hmm. one thing because they're speaking English just with, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever sort of accent on top of that. And it all kind of levels off. But when it's German... Like, even with ABBA and their Swedish accent, you could sort of hear that they had, yeah, you know, whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> they just kept moving and kept doing their dance and the <laughs> hair was going in their face and stuff. You couldn't necessarily see. They did a good job with Blame It on the Rain. How about Love Shack? Oh, yeah. b 52 Rusted. Exactly, Adam. Yeah. How about this one? This is another drag back from 1989 into the beginning of 1990. Soul to Soul featuring, do you remember the name, Kel? Karen Wheeler. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And back to life. Back to reality. In a few weeks, Adam. Don't worry. You're going to enjoy your vacation. <laughs> Isn't uh, she? Yeah, give, give, me, give me two weeks. <laughs> Isn't yeah. she British? Uh, Karen Wheeler? I feel like I she's... think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. How about this one? Uh, with every beat of my heart. Taylor Dane. Taylor Dane. Ah, oh, what a voice. Leslie Wonderman, if you want to go legal. <laughs> we are nothing if not legal with the uh, yeah with the IRS. <laughs> yeah, and we'll wrap it up with a dash of Janet as we all get to take uh, our steps on an escapade, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And that is your '90s rewind. And uh, just a, a last thing on uh, because you brought up Janet um, on the Kelly Alexander show. We recently interviewed one of Janet's former dancers. Uh, his name is Cassidy Noblet. He is the sweetest, like sweetest, sweetest boy. Uh, he's a dancer. He's a choreographer. He was on the Rock with You tour back in 2008. He has amazing stories to tell of Janet. Uh, and his time with her. And also, if you're a fan of the L Word, he was the person responsible for choreo- uh, doing the choreography for the recent um, musical episode that happened in this past season, which I believe was episode nine, uh, either eight or nine. And uh, yeah, he and just talking about how like he was hardly given any time to come up with these six dance numbers. It's really fascinating. And he also danced with Lady Gaga. He's danced with uh, Katy oh, Perry. Wow. He was in the Katy Perry Super Bowl with Missy Elliott. So Whoa. just great stories. So if you go to, um, you know, if you're watching this already, you're already on the YouTube channel. And if not, YouTube.com slash Kelly Alexander Show. And uh, you'll see the latest interview up with Cassidy Noblet. Nice. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kel. Thank Thanks, you. Adam. Thanks, Sharon. Uh, bon voyage. Thank you very much. Can't wait to see you when I get back. Enjoy your trip. Enjoy Mexico. Enjoy the guac and the salsa and the beach and the fresh and the air tacos. and the relaxation. And oh, maybe yeah. Billy McIntyre if he shows up. I don't know. <laughs> I'll say hi. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody else, thank you very much for understanding that we're taking a bit of a, a little break. It's all good. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll be back and we'll have some fun again. Thank you very much for finding us wherever it is that you do. We appreciate that very much. Thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.